Good evening and welcome to Here There Be Monsters Bare Bones. I am your captain, Derek Hayes. The first of tonight's two stories involves something I thought I'd never discuss on this show, but I suppose there's a first time for everything. The following story was submitted by a listener in Australia. Here it goes. I live in a rural suburb of Melbourne, Australia. And a few years ago, I saw a human-like creature walking along the woods near my home at about 11.30 at night. First, I thought it was just a drunk guy, being that it was a Friday night. On closer inspection, though, its skin looked dark gray, had a big gaping wound on its left arm, and smelled dead. I called out to it, asking if they were alright, still thinking it could be a drunk or something. However, it completely ignored me even though at this point I was screaming at the top of my lungs. But no matter how loud I was, it continued to take no notice of me and kept walking off into the distance. Now I'm freaking out and unsure if I should chase it. I decided instead to call the cops. The cops came and checked around there for a while, but they couldn't find anything. They told me it was most likely a drunk person. But at this point I was almost positive that what I saw was not a human. To this day, I still have found no sign of the creature, where it was going or what it was, but I'm still scared to go into the woods at night. Thank you for submitting your story. Now, I'm never one to claim a story is made up. That's not the point of this show. That said, this particular story, while very entertaining, seems a bit far-fetched. With the widespread coverage of the Florida quote-unquote zombie attacks, you'd think this encounter would also find its way into the social media outlets. Then again, perhaps the story is legit. Certainly, if the police were called, there'd be some sort of documentation of that visit. In addition, no one was harmed or injured, so possibly it wouldn't be newsworthy. Validity aside, what could this have been? A well-orchestrated prank? Or just a drunk guy as the police suggested? Or something different altogether. Thank you again for submitting. It's fun to explore new topics, no matter how crazy they may seem. Our second and final story of the evening is one I stumbled upon while surfing YouTube. My name is Mike Woolley. I'm from Keechaw, Louisiana. I had an encounter back in December of 1981 with a Bigfoot while deer hunting. Uh, it was a beautiful uh, December day, perfect weather for a hunt. Temperature was about 30 degrees. I got to my deer stand that evening, about 3 o'clock, got on it. And uh, I was sitting there, and I was facing uh, 
to the north. And uh, my deer stand was located about a mile and a half down Old Logging Road and off the main highway, secondary highway. And what I would do, I would park my truck halfway down the logging road and I would walk in the rest of the way because I didn't want to drive my truck down and spook the deer. Well, it must have been, uh, I hadn't been there no more than 30 minutes and uh, this little young doe deer come running from the east out of some briars and brush that there's no way a human could walk through that. But she come up to my deer stand and what was so amusing, come up to my deer stand and laid down, up and actually touching the deer stand. She was wringing wet with sweat. She had been run, something had been running her. And the first thing hit my mind, it was a big buck. And I said, I'm gonna kill me a big buck. So when I raised my head back up, I was turning my head and out of my peripheral vision, I seen something uh, hop to a tree. And it was tall, about seven, eight foot tall, and it was black, real hairy, like a gorilla. And I knew it wasn't a gorilla because there was no circus in town, and, and I knew it hadn't escaped, and I knew we didn't have no gorillas running loose. So the first thing hit my mind, it was somebody dressed up in a suit trying to scare me off my good deer hunting spot. Well, I immediately I go to talking to this thing, telling it, you know, take the head off, get out of here, you know, don't come back, you know, this ain't no joke, I don't find it funny, you know, just leave. Well, this thing was just eyeballing me, you know, looking at me and really giving me some sinister looks. And I knew right then, I said, you know, something ain't right. Well, this went on for a few minutes and uh, he must have been about 20 yards from me, 15, 20 yards. So I take my rifle, I've got a high-powered rifle with a high-powered scope on the rifle. And I looked through the scope at the creature and I knew that after looking at it, I was in a situation because it was cold, you know, the moisture was coming out of its mouth, its nostrils. Uh, it looked really, really human. The face was, was, was human. Uh, it, uh, the eyelashes, I could see the eyelashes, you know, the eyes, uh, the teeth, the teeth were big, big teeth, flat teeth like our teeth. Uh, so anyway, um, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it and it just, it's really PO'd at me and it lets out a roar like a lion. Well, about 100 yards to the uh, northeast, there's this really, really loud whistle comes back, you know, a signal to the growl. Well, this creature looks over that way and whistles back in the same tone of whistle and then turns and looks at me. Well, I'm kind of like, hey, you know, what's going on here, you know? Uh, something's up. I'm in trouble, big trouble. Well, all of a sudden I hear movement coming from that direction and I knew whatever he signaled was coming to meet up with him. And I knew that I was probably gonna be the one gonna be on the losing end of the stick, you know. Well, I thought it, I thought it was a feral human because I'd heard about them, you know, done some re reading about them. But as far as a Bigfoot, I thought that was something that existed out in California. I just thought that was something somebody made up to make money off of. Well, I jumped down off my stand and I'm running to the west to get to my truck. And I look over my left shoulder and this creature is running through the woods and it is just moving brush. It's running through the brush and it's bulldozing the brush down.
and I knew, man, this thing is going to get me. It's, it is mad. It is PO'd. It's going to get me. Well, I'm coming up on my truck, and I'm thinking, well, i got to stop to unlock my truck. And when I get ready to unlock the truck, he's going to make his move. He's going to have me. Well, something crossed my mind to fire a warning shot. Well, when I got to the tailgate of the truck, I threw my rifle to the left, pulled the trigger, and the shot fired, and the bullet hit about seven foot up in a tree and blew bark in front of his face. Hit him in, the bark actually hit him in the face because he was about three foot from the tree. If the creature would have been another two seconds, the bullet would have hit him dead in the head. Well, I got in the truck, I'm driving off, I look in my rearview mirror, and lo and behold, his buddy that he had signaled had been tailing me coming up the logging road. I didn't have a one chasing me, I had two. Well, they kind of stood there and looked at each other as I was driving off. But my recommendation to anybody, if you ever have an encounter in the woods, is don't fool with them, don't make eye contact, don't point, and surely don't point a gun. Do not engage this creature because if you do, you will lose. The reason I didn't shoot it is it was just too, uh, just too human. The, the face, uh, it was a bipedal. You know, it walked two legs on two legs, just like we did. But it was just too human. Uh, the, the face was too human. Uh, the eyelashes, uh, the teeth, the jaw structure, the forehead, uh, it was light brown. The face was light brown, like it had a dark suntan. But I couldn't pull the trigger because uh, something told me this ain't right. It's not the right thing to do. I chose to play this for two reasons. First of all, I love a good Bigfoot story. And it's been some time since I've had one submitted, so I was hoping this would jar a few calls loose. And secondly, the way Mr. Woolley recounts his encounter comes across as very genuine and very believable. It's my opinion that, at the very least, he believes he encountered two creatures that day. I only wish he'd had a camera with him instead of a rifle. That does it for this installment of Bare Bones. Please check back next week for the season finale of Here There Be Monsters podcast. And remember... If you've had a sighting or a strange encounter, give the hotline a call at 1-888-608-NIGHT. Alright folks, that's it for this evening. Thank you all for listening, and until next week. <laughs>